Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Leave us, pray, 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 le
that we come to magnify your holy name and those that have brought a request before thee. Yes. Lord God, honor each one request because I know you know your children. You love your children. Yes. You care about your children. My God, this morning I'm asking you to continue to work out things in our life. Yes. That we might continue to be strong in you. Let our light shine in this dark world. Yes. In the name of Jesus, right now. Touch every home this morning. My God, that have other requests, touch them in the name of those this morning, Lord Jesus, that have COVID. My God, you have heard our prayers and you are releasing many this morning. We are so grateful for your divine mercy that you are touching in the name of Jesus. My God, I may not call on my name, but you know who I'm talking about. All the souls that were in the land period of COVID. My God, I'm asking what God is that help us to be wise on this disease. Let us use wisdom and understanding in the name of Jesus. Reach out and touch your people everywhere. Yes. Open the doors, Lord, Lord, that we might get them back into your house and your sanctuary and to glorify your name in the name of Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for keeping us, Lord. I thank you for saving us. Thank you, Lord, right now. My God, right now, Jesus. Remember, Lord, that it is bereaved this morning. That going through yes. a bereaved yes. spirit this morning. Yes. Remember, sister, Lord, Jesus. Chicago, my God, they just have lost her sister. My God, touch them this morning. Just have made her arrest. That's just the arrest this morning. But I don't know you ain't going to keep Yes. My God, in the name of Jesus this morning, strengthen your people everywhere in Jesus' name right now. Work it out for those that are praying in the nation, Lord. My God, pray for their country, Lord. Work it out, Lord, in the name of Jesus right now. Oh, Jesus, help your people to turn to you. My God, help us to breathe that a revival might come. The souls might be saved. Yes, Lord. Keep us in your will, Lord. Not our, not our will, but your will be done. Give us a refreshing of your spirit. Yes. Give us a renewing of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Yes. My God, in the name of Jesus right now. We know it's not over with, but keep us right now. Keep your power in your hands. And then me and Kyle say, What must I do to be saved? Hallelujah. That's all these blessings in the name of Jesus. Name. My God, there is no distance in prayer. Everywhere, everywhere. Yes, yes. Men and women is asking for prayer. Lord, they're asking for help. My God, go to Texas. My God, go to the land. My God, heal in the name of Jesus. Glory, glory. And we're going to give you the praise. They're going to give you the glory. Yes. We're taking up each family right now. I don't have to call you by the name of Jesus. No, amen. Who you are? Every family that has called in for prayer. This call is one. We got your number proud this morning. My God, I can Jesus to continue to uplift you. Be encouraged in these last and evil days. We have to be blessed in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Amen. This morning we're going to take up of my new testimony service. First, giving out to God, to our bishop, everybody in our studio, to everyone in Radio Land and those who take this life that make up our congregation to look at each other, to be a guy in the name. 
I'm just grateful this morning for Sunday school. I learned a lot, and I'm just thanking God for my words of taking God and we can come back together here for another Sunday morning service. Now, testimony service is open to each and every one of you that have a testimony or a praise report. Type it in the comment section below, and we'll gladly read your praise report and testimony. Any testimonies in our studio? Amen. First, I'm going to give honor to God. Give honor to my bishop and to everyone that makes up this whole body of Christ that we that we gather together with. And uh, I thank God for waking me up another day. I thank God for saving me and filling me with the Holy Ghost. And like the song says, I believe I'll run on and see what the end's going to be. I'm going to keep on running until I get where God has for me. And, I, and, and that's heaven. I, I I keep praying that he he has that he has my spot up there too because I'm working on that I'm working hard on that it may not seem like it to some people but God knows God knows I, I know exactly what I'm doing and I appreciate the Lord for giving me the chance that He's given me for waking me up physically and mentally and spiritually to come back to Him and I thank Him for that I thank God for covering all my family members from my children. On sisters and brothers, I thank God for all that. I I haven't been feeling well, but that's okay because I find myself sitting in my room and I keep praising Him. Sometimes I'll turn on my phone and watch videos, and there's some kind of sermon will come up or a song will come up, and I me me and Jesus be in my room just shouting on my bed, whatever it takes, to stay in His Word, to stay in His Spirit, to stay in His glory. That's what I'm trying to do, and I thank God for giving me that opportunity. Okay. Um, um, I don't see any other testimonies. I just see um, Brother Harper, she's telling everyone God bless the morning Deacon Eric. He's saying good morning and God bless Elder Shepherd. God bless everyone. This is the day the Lord has made. She says, I will rejoice and be glad in your presence for that. And I don't see any other ones one here. Sister Maya Harris is saying good morning and God bless everyone. And Minister Robin Stewart is saying amen. So thank you, everyone, for your comments, doing the praise and worship and praise for section. Now we'll have Rail from one with the morning song. Immediately following Rail. The last voice of the day. Amen. We are honored with our traditions of the morning of priests. And you also of the FYI, let you know what day our church will be opening this month. I'm going to tell you that. Open doors I could not stand. I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it. I gotta tell it. That's been so good to me. Open doors I could not say. I wanna walk in and forget what it does for me. You must have everything. Everything I'm prepared to see would be me. Doesn't matter if I'm not, 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 I'
And there is nothing like God's word, praise the Lord. I have watched that, and that's what keeps me alive. It is the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to share with you this morning the word of God. Put on your spiritual ears this morning. And there is nothing to hard God cannot do. You are not going through, I'm speaking to somebody this morning, there is, you're not going through uh, something this morning, man, that it, 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 God cannot bring you out of. That's right. If you put your faith in the Lord, and I'm talking to you right now, amen, no matter what state you're in, if you put your faith and trust in the Lord, right now, lean on the Lord, don't lean on to your flesh, don't lean on to your motives, amen, and your emotion, but lean on Jesus. And I want to say the Lord can pick you up where you are torn down at. God can strengthen your family, but you must be strong. Yeah. Amen. Get up, amen, and praise the Lord this morning for his goodness. Okay. He could have taken you and all of your family. That's how good the Lord is to us this morning. I'm speaking to somebody this morning. God bless you in Lydia land. We're going to the word of God this morning. It's coming from amen, Second uh, Timothy. Amen. The fourth chapter, verse 1 and 4. Praise the Lord. And it reads and says, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearance and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exalt with all long suffering and doubt. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heed to themselves, teachers, having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Acts 19, 1 through 6, it says that, and it shall come, and it shall come to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul had passed through the upper course, came to Ephesus, and he found certain disciples. He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost as you believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were you baptized? And they said, Unto John baptism. Then says Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance. Saying unto the people that they should believe on him who shall come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they Speak with tongues and prophesy. For a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, 
which came, which made civil strife and dynasty, brought no small gain unto the crafty, who he had called together with the workmen like occupation, and said, Sir, we know that by this craft we have our wealth. Whosoever you see and hear, that know that not alone in empathy, but almost throughout all ages, this Paul has persecuted, turned away much people, saying that they be no God, which are made with him. Our lesson today is sharing the word of God. Paul is talking to young Timothy and addressing him to go and share the word of God. And that doesn't stop there when Paul was talking to Timothy. The scripture is awful, awful. It's for our learning that we must share the word of God. We share acted, we should have acted, share God's word through the ministry. God has called us to go into the world and to preach the gospel unto every creature. We have a duty as believers and as saints of God, we have a responsibility. If God has called you, we have a responsibility. Paul told Timothy to preach the word. Don't preach anything else. Don't add, don't take away, but preach the word. Be instant, in season, and out of season. Reprove with the word. Exalt with the word. With all long suffering. Suffer long with them. You don't really know understand right then, but have long suffering and doctrine. Paul would let us know that we must preach the word. Believers, the disciples were excited to see blind eyes open, crippled lanes, sentence, and multitudes fed with a little bit of fishes and bread. Being eyewitness to the miracle had to be invigorated and faith-building. When they saw the disciples saw blind eyes being opened, crippled people being made whole, That was something they never had seen before. Perhaps they thought we have seen it all. When they saw that, they, they possibly thought they had seen it all. Yet Jesus, 
He that believeth on me. The work that I do shall he do also. And greater work than these shall he do. John 14 and 15. I know they will be willing when they heard these words. When Jesus says, you're going to do greater works than you already seen me do. They didn't understand it at that time. They didn't realize, amen, that technology was going to be advanced as it is as we see it in our day and time. They probably searched, scratched their head in bewilderment. After all, what could possibly be greater than what they had already seen? And be truthfully about it, there was nothing no greater than what they had already seen. But these were letting them know a time was coming that the thing was going to be widespread. The gospel was going to be preached everywhere. Not only in Asia Minor, but all over the world. Preaching to certain of John this life. In that day and time, amen, John the Baptist, which was the forerunner for Jesus Christ, he will boys come crying in the wilderness, make his way straight, talking about the Messiah. In Act 1 and 8, it will reveal the greatest work. The greatest work came on Act 1 and 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That is the greatest work, the greater work. When you receive this precious gift that God has, Desire for all believers to behalf. And you shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the utmost part of the earth. You will be my witness. Amen. That you have received a power that is coming in you. Paul, the most prolific of the apostles of the New Testament, he wrote, it was Paul. This man who was once a persecutor of the church, he eventually turned the world upside down with the message of the gospel. Many people didn't want to believe in Paul because, amen, anything, a man can really be changed. Saul of Tasha was one that was persecuting the church. He was one, amen, that was actually authoritative. He to go down to the master where the church was. It stops the church from having church. 
On this occasion, Paul was on his way. Saul of Tarsus was on his way down on the road of Damascus. He had got authority from the high priest to go down and stop the saints of God from praising the Lord. He couldn't stand the saints of God. And the high priest gave him authority. And on his way down, I'm told about noonday. The sun was shining bright. Paul and a couple of his companions were on their way down the south of church. They had already put men and women in jail. They had already beaten. Paul was Saul of Tarsus was right there when Stephen was a young man. He was too young to really anticipate what they were done to Stephen, but he held the hearts of the man. And he sees Stephen being stoned to death. So now this same man that they call Saul is coming to preach the gospel. People were very reluctant. They thought even God could not change a man like this. But the Bible says, is there anything too long that God cannot do? There is nothing too hard that God now comes take the name from Saul to Paul. Amen. And his reputation went right along with him. Stephen knows who he was. The message of the gospel. He conducted three missionary journeys and established several churches. All of the places the apostles journeyed and ministered, it was at Ephesus. They held a special significance. And everything in Acts, the 19th chapter, he gives the account of his arrival. There, as the ministry that he did while in three years, he spent a good portion of his time going from house to house and sharing the gospel with the people of Ephesus. Now, amen, I would like to say that's what we have somewhere. Have gotten short on as Christians. From the time when satellite or technology was not advanced as it is, and the people had to go from house to house, telling mankind about the word of God. But then, amen, we got a greater something to happen to us now. That way we can set at home and spread the gospel all over the world. That's what Jesus said, greater work that you do than what I have done. But for all of down here in Ephesus, and before he 
would depart, he would direct a great missionary campaign throughout Asia. Asia was considered then as the whole world. And a new church would be established. Apollos had gone through Corinthians. And Paul was arriving in Ephesus. However, they have passed cross and they were spreading the gospel. Both of them were preaching the gospel. But in Acts the 19 chapter and verse 1 tells us, and it came to pass, as they were spreading the gospel, That while Apollos was at Corinthians, Paul had passed through the upper court, came to Ephesus, and he found certain disciples. He found certain believers that believed. Now listen, Paul found certain disciples that believed. And Paul quickly asked a question. He pointed a question. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? These disciples were of John the Baptist. And Paul asked them the question Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Let me end up meaning of that with. The hour that I'm talking to you right now, you say that you are a believer. I'm going to ask the same question. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? This question is important because it shows just and how essential the baptism of the Holy Ghost is in our salvation experience. It shows you, amen, what it means to be baptized. There is a water baptism, and there is a Holy Ghost baptism. Their reply in verse 2 was, we have not so much as heard whether there be a Holy Ghost. They hadn't ever heard. Now, there are a lot of people today, they have heard of the Holy Ghost, but they have not received the Holy Ghost. But you say you are a believer. The Bible says these signs shall follow them that believe. If you are a believer, there is a sign that shall follow you. They shall speak with new tongues. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These are signs that will follow you after you will receive the power of the Holy Ghost. But they said we haven't, we don't even know what the Holy Ghost is. Paul knew something significant. They had not yet heard that Jesus Christ had came. As a Messiah. They didn't know that Jesus that come down as a Messiah. 
Even John had baptized him, but they didn't know that Jesus had come as a Messiah. Paul, next question follows. Until what then were you baptized? In other words, who baptized you? They responded unto John Baptist. John baptized us. Paul knew they had not heard. He knew they had heard John's message and had been baptized unto repentance. Paul quickly recognized that they were still looking for the Messiah. They had been baptized unto repentance, but they were still looking for the Messiah. Water baptism, amen, under repentance was good, but amen, they needed something more than water baptism under repentance. Paul knew they were looking for the Messiah. They believed he was coming. They believed he was coming. They didn't, they didn't realize he had already changed, but did not yet know that he already had arrived. They didn't know he had already arrived. Don't you know any better there are people today in our time we live in don't know that Jesus had already arrived. Oh my God. Oh, he will come. He's coming. He almost to come back the second time. But they don't know he had come the first time. Instead of any man being living there experience or ridicule in there, Paul didn't make fun of him. Like some people would, they may do. Paul did not make fun of them because they did not know. Paul began to preach Jesus. It doesn't make any difference, amen, what part of the Bible that you can go to, amen. If, if you know who Jesus is, we can start right there and preach Jesus to If you go to Genesis, we can preach Jesus. You go to the end of Revelation, we can preach Jesus. Because it's all about Jesus. He is the sixth and sixth book. Paul began to preach Jesus under them. He said, What what then? What these disciples heard, what he had to say, they did not expect. They should have done. When these disciples heard what he had to say, they did accept what they should have done. They listened to the word of God. They heard Paul. And Paul began to tell them, Paul was not willing to let them think their previous baptism was sufficient for salvation. That wasn't sufficient for salvation. John the baptism, amen, with water was not sufficient for salvation. And Paul was not going to let them get away with it. John, uh, the baptism of the baptism of John for repentance was very different than the New Testament church baptism that brings us into the body of Christ. 
You see, this this baptism, amen, that we have now, it brings us into the body of Christ. John baptism, amen, only brought us, amen, for us, amen, and repentance. Salvation was too important for Israel. Cast aside simply because someone has already been baptized into repentance. Salvation is too important. The gospel and the good news is that Jesus died for our sin. He was buried and he rose. He was buried and he was resurrected on the third day. We are identified with that good news. By responding to the gospel. The fathers of God immediately responded. They had no doubt that the message Paul was preaching was true. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you hear this, if you have not been done in the right name, it ain't too late. You ought to go down in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins. Paul did not stop there with the disciples that emphasis. He said, we cannot overlook the fact that Paul did not stop with them being baptized in Jesus' name. If repentance and baptism were all it took to be saved, these disciples would have certainly have been saved. But Paul used what was necessary for salvation. And he was not going to preach a watered-down message. Paul was not going to let a man not get away. He was going to preach the word. And the word was telling him, they had to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Paul the remission of our faith. Have you been down in Jesus' name? We can't preach the water-down message. We can't preach preach a scared message. We must stand on the truth. As soon as they were baptized, Paul laid hands on them. That same amen one that they were afraid of now had become to be their friends and amen. He had some power behind him. He laid hands on them. When he had when he did this. The Holy Ghost came upon them. The Holy Ghost came upon them. And they began speaking with tongues. Amen. They began to speak with tongues. And the Spirit of God gave them hovering. When they heard they were to go down in Jesus' name, for the mission of sin, and Paul laid hands on them. The Holy Ghost came on them. And they were speaking another tongue. And the Spirit of God gave them. 
We don't have no church. We can't claim no church. It's Jesus' church. He set up on this rock, I'll be in my church in the very gates of hell shall not overcome or prevail against it. Sometimes we try to run Jesus' church. You can't run Jesus' church. The Holy Ghost runs Jesus' church. That's why, amen, everybody must be, amen, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost lead us. He that is led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We're trying to lead God. Amen. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. And you can't let the Holy Ghost lead you if you don't have it. Plan to reach the world is to use the church to spread the gospel. From the day of Pentecost, all that's when the church was first set up, all the day of Pentecost. God has always used people to be the means by which the world would be evangelized. God don't use people to evangelize the world. And it is, go ye therefore still. It rang as true today as it did all of the day that Jesus said it. Go, 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 go into the world and preach the gospel. Don't preach foolishness. Don't preach joking. Yes, loudness, but preach the gospel. Paul faced an opposition. When you go to preach the gospel, you're going to face an opposition. Somebody ain't going to like you because you are preaching the gospel. Because you're standing on the word of God. Amen. People is not going to like you. Not everybody, but amen. You're going to have a battle, amen, when you stand on nothing but the gospel. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, and verse 4, let us know. I will weapon. Our warfare are not terms, but mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds. We don't fight with terms weapons. We don't fight with knives and guns. We have a need for spiritual weapons. Because we are engaged in a spiritual battle. Why not without a Sunday school lesson this morning? Amen. Put on the whole arm of God. We are engaged in a spiritual warfare. We need spiritual weapons. You need prayer. You need the word of God. You need passionate praise. You need witness. You need meditation. The enemy of our soul does not like it when revival breaks forth and souls being saved. Oh, when the, when the enemy, enemy is here of a revival because of the word of God is being preached, they don't like it. The enemy of our soul does not like it when revival breaks forth. His souls are being saved. 
trying time to work. He will raise up opposition. In every opportunity, every opportunity, amen, that the devil can raise up, his soul will be saying he's going to fight against So don't you think it's strange, amen, when fire trial come? Don't you think it's strange? You said I was doing so good. Then you didn't know a little later on, amen, that somebody, amen, down the road, amen, what's going to hit you? All faith and opposition. In the midst of a revival, here comes the devil. The Holy Ghost, amen, is dealing good with them. People that's getting saved, people that's getting delivered. And here comes the devil. I don't know how you've been in that position now, but I have. Soon, amen, after the conversion of these disciples in Ephesus, there was rumors around the city about the effect of the gospel message was happening. Now, amen, the devil is saying, amen, the gospel message is messing up our business. These people around here preaching Jesus, making out of a business, amen, out of fall. They're not paying them attention to us anymore. And people in love with their sin, especially it brings amen them prophets. People that are in love with their sin, when the gospel comes, amen, and you tell them you don't have to be bound down to that God and this God, amen, it affects their economy. They don't want to hear that. They don't want you preaching the gospel. They don't want you preaching the They don't want your soul preaching. And they will dissect a movement of God in their community. They will even get some people out of here. Don't, don't let them come into the city and preach the gospel. Because they're running out of business. Demetrius, he had opposition against Paul. Paul would disturb Demetrius' business. Demetrius was a a coppersmith. Demetrius, amen, he was a silversmith, I'm sorry. And was strong, he had a strong voice of opposition to the revival in Ephesus. We got to stop Paul to Paul messing up our business. And I'm sure, amen, he was going to other, amen, like Tibble Smith, amen, telling them, amen, have you heard what that man Paul has done? He called it out of a business, amen, is a beast. Paul arrived in Ephesus and had consumed with worshiping all of the goddess of fertility. When he arrived, amen, there was a goddess of fertility. Such a goddess. Amen, that people will buy down to paying money to see. And Paul let them know that that white idolatry that was running along in the outside of God. And that amen got on to meet his nerves because it began, amen, take away this business. Paul mentioned the salvation, amen, in direct opposition, amen, of idol worship 
and all naked. We got so much iron worship, amen, and I almost conquered the day. The gospel needs to be preached. Where all this idolatry is at. And worship another God. The Bible says, Thou shalt have no other God before me. Come back in the grave, grave and image, or in the likeness thereof. Preach the gospel. Ministers that God has called. You don't have to be a minister. Amen is the truth of gospel. You can be a man of time of God that God has called. Amen. And you out there, amen, just preach the gospel. Preach the word. But you are running the opposition. Don't think it's going to be all smooth. And don't think, amen, everybody, amen, that you're preaching the gospel to, go like you. Amen. Jeremiah said, Brother, I get my wounds, but I got my wounds, amen, in a, uh, upon my friends. Where were the friends that they were right in the house of God with me? So I'm going to go in and preach that straight because I was preaching. You will run into opposition. Your brother, your blood brother, your blood sister, your blood mother, your children, they were not like you. Amen. When you really preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. How do I know it? Because I, I'm going through some of this. But it's not going to deter me. I'm going to preach the gospel. Why do they like me in that? I won't still preach the gospel. You have a responsibility. Amen. The green. Of the idolatry makers cause them to become fearless with the results of the ministry of Paul. Demetrius, amen. He got mad. He got mad. It's all right if the devil gets mad. Paul's method, amen, of salvation, amen, was directly opposed to the worship of idleness. And idolatry. Demetrius has made a living of building shrines of dynasty temple. Of dynasty herself. That's how he was making a living. One can imagine how revival swept through infancy will cut into the prophets rapidly. When that revival comes through, it cut into the prophet of Demetrius. He wasn't making as much money as he was. You know the devil don't like that. The devil don't like nothing, amen, will stop his pleasure. Demetrius, amen, was, he was quick, amen, to hurt the accuse. Accused against Paul, and the Ephesian Christians. He charged them, amen, with destroying the livelihood of, the, of, of his craft. He charged them, amen, that he was, they were, amen, they, the gospel was breaking up his livelihood. Hang down the wall of a place. The devil don't like that. When you tear out of the wall of a place, they don't like that. But Jesus said, Lord, I'll be with you. Even to the end of the world. Oh, praise the Lord.
stand down, amen, as a prophet. Uh, 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 he then accused him, amen, of destroying the temple of dynasty, which was one of the leading business in the city. You know he was made. Stop making that money. That's why the Bible says the Lord of money is the root of what? All evil. Because that's all he was after, that money. But Paul was after man's soul. Finally, he said, that then preaching was getting hindered, was, was, was hindering towards from coming to Ephesus. He said that preaching was hindered towards. They don't want to come, amen. Churches don't want to come no more, amen, and, and, and see the dynasty, amen, that will be built because, amen, the gospel will be preached, and they didn't want to hear the gospel. Thing you do good for Jesus, people, they're still trying to enter it today. Anytime great revival breaks out, we can rest secure. The enemy will not like it. There will be opposition from within and without. It's going to be from inside and without. They're going to try to stop the word of God from being preached. But amen, Paul encouraged him in this preach. The word in Caesar, preach the word out of Caesar. Rebuke that God was all long suffering and done. Don't let nothing stop you from preaching the word of God. Yes, you know that it changes people. Oh, changing that from a wicked way. Keep on preaching. God is the one that gives you strength. And the general rule, people enjoy living amen in their sin. People, amen, they enjoy living in their sin. They are not happy, amen, when anyone creates a climate for people to leave sin and serve God. They are not happy. They don't want to see people, they may please say it and turn up. I've heard so many times, amen. Parents are telling, amen. Young people, young women, amen. Young men, you are too young to devote your whole life to the Lord. You got a life to live. Go out there and live your life. Don't go to church and give your whole life to the Lord. They don't know the power of God. Paul did not let amen opposition discord him or keep him from continuing, amen, from preaching the word of God. He preached in such a way, amen, that people responded and began to walk away from idolatry. He preached till they felt the anointing and the power of God until they walked away from the circle world and come into Jesus Christ. Preach the word, children. Preach the word. Uh, the results, amen. The people of the Ephesus, amen, they will convert. When Paul, amen, when people are converted, they face, amen, the fact, amen, that no God made by human hands or human imagination has power. They were worshiping them, oh, I was God, amen, and they couldn't speak, they couldn't sing, they couldn't help nobody, and they were worshiping them. They realized that this God couldn't help. But oh, when they found the real God, they gave glory to the real God. When you find Jesus, not in God, what day would you baptize under? When the John baptism of John said, There is one coming after me that's greater than I am. He shall baptize you with the fire and holy ghost. 
Hallelujah. And you receive that gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gave you every day. They represent people the world say, Amen, because they don't want to amen. You should be delivered from your sin. Enjoy your useful life. The teacher was a young man about 12 years old. And when they found him, he was about his father's business. There ain't no hell. It is not about age. It is about amen who you serve. He said, I call the young because they are strong. I call the old for counsel. Your old man was being dreaming, and your young man just did it. I said, I'm a hand of all your handmaids and your servants. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all of them. My God, that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Oh, this revival, amen, was not continuous. Contained in Ephesus only. In Acts 19, 26, even Demetrius himself acknowledged that when he said, Moreover, you see and hear that not alone in Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, they couldn't stop this revival, amen, from hitting from one city to the other. God word, preach the word. Somebody go hear the word of the Lord. My God, and receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Paul has persuaded, amen, the turning away with people's, amen, saying that they uh, be no God. Amen. Go over no God. Be thy God that you find down to say no God. There is not the one true God, and that is Jesus Christ himself. God bless you. My God, my God, my God. I get excited. We're going to talk about these things, amen. And if you receive the Holy Ghost since you believe, we must share the gospel in spite of opposition, in spite of what they say and they're going to do to you, amen. Single, the Bible says they're going to cast some of us in the prison. Yes, some of us are going to be, amen, persecuted severely for the word of God. In any way. And he says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation. I'm going to preach. If I can't do nothing else, I'm going to preach the word of God. Like the apostle Paul, we do have a calling from God to share the gospel. Amen. Uh, with the world around us, we got a calling. If God can call you, oh, yes, God, call me to this gospel. I can't do nothing but preach. I can't help it. I got to say help it. I've got to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. God has God has uh, not no other plan than to use the church to spread the good news. The church is the one is to spread the good news. Thank God, amen. We are the body of Jesus Christ. Governments and uh, politics is Today are not as free Christians as they want religious freedom. Listen, my beloved, preach the word in Jesus. Preach the word out of Jesus. May God bless you, but preach the word. (laughs) 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.